They were negotiating a truce, though not on that day, for it was a Sunday, and Alfred was on his knees in a makeshift church made from another sailcloth, and all his nobles and thanes were arrayed behind him, and some of those men turned as they heard our horses' hooves. Odder the younger was one, and I saw the apprehension show on his narrow face. He was kneeling very close to Alfred, suggesting that he was high in the king's favour. A priest, one of the many who always accompanied Alfred, hurried towards me. He had red hair, a squint, a palsied left hand, and an expression of astonished joy on his ugly face. Utred, he called. We thought you were dead. Me? I grinned. Dead? You were a hostage. I'd been one of the dozen English hostages in Wareham, but while the others had been murdered by Guthrum, I had been spared because of Earl Ragnar, who was a Danish war chief and as close to me as a brother. I didn't die, father, I said to the priest, whose name was Beoka, and I'm surprised you did not know that. How could I know it? Because I was at Kinewood, father, and Otter the Younger could have told you. I was staring at Otter as I spoke, and Beoka caught the grimness in my voice. You were at Kinewood? he asked nervously. Otter the Younger didn't tell you? He said nothing. Nothing! I kicked my horse forward forcing it between the kneeling men until the press of worshippers made it impossible to advance further, and then I stared at Odder as I spoke to Bayoka. He didn't describe Uber's death? I asked. He says Uber died in the shield war, Bayoka said, his voice a hiss, so that he did not disturb the liturgy, and that many men contributed to his death. Is that all he told you? He says he faced Uber himself, Bayoka said. So who do men think killed Uber Lothbroxen? I asked. We can talk of these things later, Beoka said. But for now, Uhtred, join us in prayer. He used my name rather than calling me Lord because he had known me since I was a child. Beoka, like me, was a Northumbrian, and he had been my father's priest, but when the Danes took over our country he had come to Wessex to join those Saxons who still resisted the invaders. This is a time for prayer, he insisted, not for quarrels but I was in a mood for quarrels. Who do you think killed Uber Lothbroxen? I asked, and when Bayoka did not answer, I provided the answer for him. You think Otter the Younger killed him? I could see that Bayoka did believe that, and the anger surged in me. Uber fought me man on man, I said too loudly now, my sword against his axe, and at the end he was dead. My voice had risen until I was shouting and the distracted congregation all staring at me. Alfred, reluctantly, stood and turned towards me as his wife, the pinched-faced Aylswith, hissed into his ear. Is there any man here? I shouted. Who will deny that I, Uhtred of Bebanberg, killed Oberlothbroxen in single combat? There was silence. I was staring at Otter the Younger, and some looked to him for a response, but he was struck dumb. Who killed Uber? I shouted at him. This is not seemly, Alfred said angrily. This killed Uber, I declared, and drew serpent breath. And that was my next mistake. In the winter, while I was one of the hostages given to Guthrum, a new law had been passed in Wessex, a law which decreed that no man other than the royal bodyguards was to draw a weapon in the presence of the king. The law was not just to protect Alfred— but also to prevent the quarrels between his great men becoming lethal, 
and I had broken the law so that his household troops were suddenly converging on me with drawn swords, until Alfred shouted for every man to be still. I could see the anger on his face. He had a narrow face with a long nose and chin, and a thin-lipped mouth. He had not lived thirty years yet, but looked closer to forty. He was painfully thin, and his frequent illnesses had given his face a crabbed look. But there was an undoubted authority in his eyes. They were very light, as grey as mail, unforgiving. You have broken my peace, he said, and defended the peace of Christ. The tent was the king's private chapel, and Alfred made me wait there a long time. Then two men entered. One was Ethelwold, the king's nephew, who should have inherited Wessex's throne from his father, except he had been reckoned too young. He gave me a sheepish grin, deferring to the second man who was heavy-set, full-bearded and ten years older. He introduced himself by sneezing, then blew his nose into his hand and wiped the snot under his leather coat. Call it springtime, he grumbled, then stared at me with a truculent expression. Damned rain never stops. You know who I am? Wolf here, I said. A elder man of Wiltonskir. He was a cousin to the king and a leading power in Wessex. He nodded. And you know who this damn fool is? he asked, gesturing at Ethelwold, who was holding a bundle of white cloth. We know each other, I said. Ethelwold was only a month or so younger than I, and he was fortunate, I suppose, that his uncle Alfred was such a good Christian, or else he could have expected a knife in the night. He was foolish, flippant, and usually drunk. I'm in charge of Ethelwald now, Wolfir said, and of you, and the king sent me to punish you. He glared at me. You know what the penalty is for drawing a sword in the king's presence? A fine, I guessed. Death, you fool, death! But Alfred's feeling merciful, so you're not to dangle off a gallows, not today, anyhow. He brooded on that for a heartbeat. So you killed Uba? he asked. I did. That's what I hear. He sneezed again. For God's sake, stop fidgeting! This last shout was directed at Ethelwold, who was poking beneath the altar's linen cover. Alfred, rather than murder his nephew, seemed intent on boring him to death. Ethelwold had never been allowed to fight, lest he make a reputation for himself. Instead, he had been forced to learn his letters, which he hated, and so he idled his time away hunting, drinking, whoring, and filled with resentment that he was not the king. Just stand still, boy, Wolfia snarled. A thousand men saw me kill Uber at Kinuit, I said. But Otter the Younger took the credit, Wolfia said. And his father is badly wounded, and if he dies, then Otter the Younger will become one of the richest men in Wessex, lead more troops and pay more priests than you can ever hope to do. So men won't want to offend him, will they? And Odda dropped Uba Lothbroxen's banner and war axe at Alfred's feet. Then Nelton gave the praise to God and promised to build a church and monastery at Kinuit. And what did you do? Ride a damned horse into the middle of mass. Not a clever thing to do with Alfred. I half smiled at that, for Wolfir was right. Alfred was uncommonly pious. Odda's a prick, Wolfir growled, surprising me. But he's Alfred's prick now. Oba's dead, and Odder brought that good news, so the sun shines out of Odder's ass.
Do you understand me? Yes. Wolfir sighed. Lerfric said you'd see sense if I beat you over the head. I want to see Lerfric, I said. You can't, Wolfir said sharply. He's being sent back to Hampton where he belongs. But you're not going back. The fleet will be put into someone else's charge. You're to do penance. I'm to do what? You're to grovel. Ethelwold grinned at me. We were not exactly friends, but we had drunk together often enough. You're to dress like a girl, go on your knees, and be humiliated. Right now, Wolfir added. I'll be damned. You'll be damned anyway, Wolfir snarled, then snatched the white bundle from Ethelwold and tossed it at my feet. It was a penitent's robe. Have some sense, lad. You want to be outlawed? You want your wife in a nunnery? You want the church to take your land? I stared at him. All I did was kill Uber and tell the truth. Wolfir sighed. This is Alfred's Wessex. You can do anything in Alfred's Wessex except piss over his church. He grimaced as the rain beat harder on the tent. Then he gave me a strange look. You think any of this is important? I did, but I was so astonished by his question, which had been asked in a soft, bitter voice that I had nothing to say. You think Uber's death makes any difference? You think we've won? His face was suddenly savage. How long will Alfred be king? How long before the Danes rule here? I still had nothing to say. Ethelwold, I saw, was listening intently. Just do what Alfred wants, the elderman advised me, and afterwards find a way to keep living. That's all any of us can do. If Wessex falls, we'll all be looking for a way to stay alive, but in the meantime, put on that damned robe and get it over with.